0: And in a few moments, you'll meet Karen, and we are the Modern Principals. We are two elementary principals on a quest to redefine the role of leadership in schools and use our words to steer the new generation of leaders in education, regardless of their formal roles. Each week in the Pod, we take a real life scenario sent to us from listeners and address it through the three lenses of scholar, systems, and soul. This week, we talk about who you can vote to when you're stressed and how you know you can trust them. Thanks for joining us. It's too early. <laughs> Hey. Welcome Hi Christy.
1: Welcome guys.
0: We're excited to be here.
1: Are we? We don't sound like it. You're like, we're excited about <laughs> her.
0: It's been a really long few weeks to start the oh, year. Oh
1: my goodness. It has been really long.
0: I have we're in like some principal Facebook groups and it's just refreshing to know, reassuring, I should say is the better word, that everyone says is like the hardest start they've ever had Yes, and which And so that makes it feel better. Which is also
1: really shocking because last year felt like the hardest uh-huh, start uh-huh. we've
0: ever had.
1: <laughs> I will say, um, there's been a couple of times that I've <laughs> looked at the clock and at work and I've been like... How is it already 1.20? I feel like I haven't even had breakfast yet. You probably haven't. I have, in fact, not. And then there's been other days where I'll be like, oh, my gosh, it's almost the end of the day, and I'll look at the clock, and it'll be literally 9.15. <laughs> <laughs> so my scope of time is just yeah, really time, doing great.
0: Time is just a theory, right?
1: So is that really
0: time is just a theory? I don't know. Some people say is that, that what smart like people say? Mute movies.
1: <laughs> when do you watch sci-fi movies? No one believes you that you're watching sci-fi Dine movies. Time is
0: just a construct made by humans. <laughs>
1: okay. Um, I will say this. This week, my daughter started school. Public. Yay! Kindergarten. And she's doing really well. I really like her teacher. She's, you know, we weren't sure if we were going to send her yet, because she's, like, right at the cusp of a June birthday, and... Whatever, we just decided to do it and regret it later. Isn't that what parenting is? <laughs> yeah. So, um, but she has an amazing teacher, and I can tell, clearly knows what she's doing. And we got a paper home sometime last week in her oh. folder. Oh <laughs> it, was a, it was some sort of, like, drawing, like, math thing or whatever. And it just, the teacher wrote at the top, <clears throat> Marlo let me know she gets the, quote, tired at 1 p.m. We'll try again tomorrow with a smiley <laughs> face. That is a sign of a good teacher. Uh, and so I asked my daughter. I was like, "Oh, what is? What do you think this note says?" And she said, "Well, smiley faces mean you're trying, but you could try harder. And your teacher wants to want you to try harder." And I was like, "Oh, is that what a smiley accurate, face?"
0: Accurate,
1: accurate. Anyway, so my kid's killing it clearly in kindergarten. <laughs> We're fine.
0: What um, about you? Good. Are your that's kids good. having good starts to the year? they had really good starts. They love their teachers. One of my my youngest, um, the other night, spent from 4.45 p.m. until 7.45 p.m., did not stop talking about every single human in her class oh. and every single thing that they did that day. She's the surveyor, the observer. Oh, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And um, I think she's kind of the justice enforcer, too. Um she makes sure that things stay in line. I, have I a like friend that who for her. Her son's in her class, and she's like, I hope he's nice to her. And I was like, "It won't matter. That's the only option because <laughs> she won't stand for anything. She won't allow last. it. And if, she, if he's not nice to other people, she will step in.
1: <laughs> yes, I like this journey for her, and all of humanity will yes. follow her. Yes. Okay, this week um, we kind of are tackling um, more of a vague conversation, I guess. Yeah,
0: kind of a a collegial approach in the principalship versus, like, the leadership side of things. Yeah, but it's probably a little more deep and emotive, but here we go. Yeah, so we have Regan from Vermont writes us about feeling frustrated that sometimes her colleagues don't seem to have the same struggles that she has. She writes, I will call on other principals in my district when I'm having a hard time with student behaviors or a staff issue, and I either get blank stares or I get very watered-down solutions that I've already tried. It makes me feel so alone that I don't even want to share anymore. Any advice besides DMing you guys? <laughs> <laughs> well, Regs, thanks for reaching out. I'm
1: assuming we're like besties now, Regs. Right?
0: And it's kind of interesting because this is like the exact reason we started it is. The Modern Principal. because. I know I had that situation in the beginning, too, of, like, asking for advice and being like, that wouldn't even work.
1: Yes. <laughs> and I know when I started, everyone else was on year 10. Yeah. So, so, like, so, I was so new, and education and art yeah. kind of changed yeah. since they were new, and so it was different.
0: And we also were both on Twitter at the time, and I, I know that Twitter is still big, but at, for a while there, in, like, the 2000s, it was, like, exploding and ed camps and, yes. um, and not that yeah, and not that they're not still relevant, but I felt like when I was on those um, chats and things, it was like, wow, everyone's life is perfect except mine. <laughs> they have perfect schools, perfect students, perfect teachers, perfect parents, and they are perfect principals, cool. Well, and I would also,
1: like, I even remember reading those things and being like, yeah, your response gives me nothing I can do. Like, it would just be like these cool edgy terms, like... um, Rigor is the only answer to the question you're posing. And I'm like, I don't even know what that <laughs> means, let alone an action step for me whatever, to fix the problem. it was only
0: 120 characters.
1: <laughs> yeah, right? So, or whatever. I don't
0: even
1: know what it is anymore. So we totally get this. It can be really isolating, too. And not to say that every colleague in your district doesn't understand, but... I don't know. This one's kind of hard to approach because everybody's so different,
0: mm-hmm. but it's
1: definitely the first step is knowing you're not alone.
0: And it is really important to find colleagues in your own district because they are truly the only ones who know... Your hurdles. The hurdles and the leadership and even just like those basic systems like your testing platforms if right. you're having an issue with it right. or you know what I mean? The new like initiatives. That. Yeah, you need somebody who is in that sphere. It can't always be somebody from the outside. Right.
1: And some people try to not be explicit but like being in education leadership is there are political lenses we literally studied this yeah. in our doctoral work that that's one of the frames you have to analyze every problem through is through the political frame of what that looks like and mm-hmm. people in your district are the only ones that they know the those only politics get the
0: political frame yeah right um it's very difficult for someone from the outside to understand all of those um, facets in the political well lens. just
1: because there's so many different variables that are so unique to every district and yeah. leadership and group yeah
0: yes So, on the scholar side, looking into a few different pieces, when you are kind of looking for your group, when you're looking for uh, colleagues that you can trust. Yeah, what did you
1: find? Go, scholar. Um,
0: So, looking on the scholar side, a few different things that I found, because kind of thinking about how do you know you can trust colleagues?
1: Oh, is that what you researched first? That's kind of what I was looking at.
0: Yeah, and that you have to be careful that you are not... Um, falling into that confirmation bias. Tell me more. It's obviously human, but it's that tendency to search for or interpret information in a way that confirms your preconceptions. Okay. But, like, so on one hand, you want to find other colleagues who do play into your confirmation bias. Tell me more. You know, I think you want people who see the world like you do on okay. some level. But they also have to see the world enough differently that they're also willing to challenge you in some way.
1: Okay. So you, like, for those of us that are new to confirmation bias. I'm not really, but I feel as though I don't know about it as much as you do scholarly one. Yeah. Does this mean you're looking for people that will like commiserate with you or people that will
0: So you should avoid that. So I think you have to just be aware of it okay. that it could be really easy to find people a who see the world and see your role in the district and your conflicts the exact same, same way, way that you do. I okay. think that you need some level of that. Yep. But at the same time, you need to make sure that they don't just blindly do that. That makes sense. Otherwise, then you're not actually getting an objective view. That makes a lot of sense. So that's I something. like that. I thought that was interesting. Then there was like this whole big thing in ink um, mm. where it was actually like 15 things to look for in terms of like colleagues that you can trust. And I just found I didn't write all 15 out of them out because I thought that might be a lot. You don't want to just rattle them off. Number one, go. Number two, go. (laughs) But I thought that one good one was that they're relaxed and so are you. I think that's really important that you can both be relaxed around each other. And that they are confiding in you as much as you are confiding in them. I think that's a big red flag. you are the only person confiding, that is not... Equal. No. (laughs) And maybe a relationship that you need to be cautious of. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I also really liked the one about um, that they're learners. Yeah. That's super important. We've both worked with people who are not learners. They know everything, um, never willing to say that they don't know something. And then the other one was they know their connections and use them to also connect to you. Oh, Isn't that, good? that is really good. So they know where they're connected and then they use that to help you yeah, to solve help problems. You. I but love also, that. You have to remember that you have to do that, too.
1: Yeah, it's two ways. Yeah. I love that. I think um, one of the things that I've learned about when I talk to people like my number one thing is if the person I'm talking to really wants to understand the problem, I already feel a sense of trust and ease. So That's they're not nice. just jumping to solve or to give me like a. Thing I could monogram on a towel, like a little saying that I'll, I'll just slap on a pillow and sell at home goods, but that they really are trying Relationships to like, before rigor.
0: <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> but like, they're really trying to understand the idiosyncrasies and the, like, that's not the right word.
0: Yeah, but like all the details and how those play into each other. Because
1: no two scenarios are ever the same. Yep. So they're trying to like understand me and where I'm coming from.
0: I think that's a good one.
1: Thanks. I hit hit this one from my soul side a little bit, and it kind of connects a little to what we have been even, like, researching a little bit with our doctoral work with, like, the ability for people to want to – I don't remember where I was going with that. (laughs) (laughs) I told you it's
0: been a long week. You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) This is why you listen she just like stopped she had her hands up and like was like ready to say you guys this has been a
1: long week I can't even think about what I'm talking about um I think I what I was what was I thinking about okay keep going Christy I'll come back to it
0: um I my soul side was who else is like actually willing to share their failures yeah and and be honest in those because I think that most good principles don't actually think they're doing a good job. Yeah. Um and are willing to recognize their shortcomings. And so if you don't if you don't have someone who's willing to share their shortcomings and their failures, then um it's likely not the person for you. <laughs> yeah.
1: That that's really true. That's really good. Oh, this is what I was gonna say. Thank you, world. So when we were even in some of the research we've been doing we've been looking at like why administrators leave the profession mm-hmm. or switch jobs so much and it's very very obvious how hard it is to quantify the variables yeah. of like w- we cannot even find research that says this is what makes an effective principal Right. Because there's so many different variables, the communities, the students, the parents, the staff, the districts, like there's so many different variables that like, even in research, they can't say do X, Y, Z, you will be effective. You will impact students. Yes. So I think it's impossible. To me, that's a red flag when I'm talking with someone and they want to simplify it to do this, obviously do this. Right. Like there is no way that our problem is a problem that someone else has approached because every problem is different. Yes. And so I think that that just has to be, when you're thinking about who to talk to, who is willing to slow down and understand how you operate, so they can help guide you to your solution.
0: You also had some good things too about just oh, thinking duh. about yeah motivators and how everyone has their own. And Karen and I are like big super nerds about Enneagram. And because guys, it is so accurate when you look at the negative traits of yourself oh my gosh <laughs> it's like so eye-opening
1: it's been really fun we've been starting to do it with my staff a little bit and i have one teacher that some teachers have been like i don't really i it's fine whatever and others have like run with it <laughs> yeah. but one teacher like literally starts every meeting by asking everyone to identify their number and then she'll pull out her book of like where they go in stress uh-huh. and be like So what you're doing right now Uh is you are focusing on you because that's what you do when you're
0: stressed. When we did, this is totally off topic, but when we were in Zooms, my staff would have everybody put their number and then their name like as their Zoom (gasps) name. That's good. We always have it in front of us so we could use that lens. But anyway, it is really important to know the motivators of who you're talking to um, and who those colleagues that you choose to trust because... Um, for example, as a three, I am about appearances. And so I am wanting to work on mitigating that aspect of the role, right um, in a lot of in a lot of ways. And that might not be your motivator, right. And I also found, like I had a really honest conversation with a
1: colleague a while ago, and she was telling me that she suffers a lot from imposter syndrome, like we've talked about. Mm-hmm. And so she's never really been willing to share a lot about what, goes on in her building just because she never wanted someone to look at her and think what she was doing was wrong. Mm -hmm. And for the perception of others, it was like she's secretive or whatever. But I was able to see her in a different lens when she opened up about that, about like, oh, no, you just really don't want to feel like your work is on display for criticism. Yeah. And so I think we just have to recognize that, like, everybody's coming from their own personality and sometimes it has very little to do with you. Yeah. Yeah. So make people take the
0: Enneagram before you become friends with them. That's our... Number one takeaway. Right. Obviously, (laughs) did you know
1: that the people that are most likely to be bosses are threes and eights?
0: Uh Uh-uh. Yeah, I'm
1: not likely to be a boss. Threes and eights. (laughs) I'm a one. I just slid into my boss status on accident. Uh
0: Yeah, you just... Accidental. (laughs)
1: Um, anything else on the soul side?
0: Um, what is your quote there? Oh, I liked
1: it. Um, it's called... It says... (laughs) Comparison is an act of violence against the self. <clears throat> that is aggressive. Yes,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: um, it's from Ayana Van Zant. So, to me, that is about like, it's really easy when you share something with a colleague and they're like,
0: oh, I don't really have that problem. I don't that's really have kids that are. That's not your friend. What? <laughs> don't trust that person. Yeah, right?
1: But like, everyone knows, like, For some of us right now, there's a lot of social-emotional things happening in our building. Mm -hmm. It can sometimes feel like all you're doing is supporting students and staff that are in crisis. And if you were to call on someone and they're like, oh, I don't know. That doesn't happen in my building. That can make you feel
0: like, what What am I doing wrong? wrong?" Yeah. I've got some uh, friends, and we have different, very different demographics and different cultures in our buildings. And it is really nice. Even to hear them say that's not necessarily something that I have struggled with, but I can see how you might. Right. Um, given the culture of of your building, um, and what I know about it, and then that that feels good.
1: Yeah. Right. And it goes back to what I was saying about that I couldn't remember, but now I remember <laughs> about that. Like it's really hard to quantify what's an impact, and so mm-hmm. don't compare yourself to someone else just because they don't have the same
0: variables. Good point. Thank you. Um, we haven't talked too much about the systems on this one. And I think one thing to remember on that system side is that you might have to be the one that starts the system. Yeah, that's of a good point. getting colleagues together, you might have to plan the happy hour. Yep. You might have to start the text group. Um, when I was a first-year principal, um, we have kind of a lot of principals in our district. And so we break off into little small groups and we're assigned to them. And my first year, um, it wasn't super collegial. It wasn't super vulnerable. And then my second year, I found some people that I really meshed with and I started the text group, even though I was only a second year admin and I did it. And like now we're still texting to this day yep. and really close and I think vulnerable with each other. Oh I guys, Go <laughs> ahead and submit me a DM if you're not. You'd like Christy
1: to be out of that text chain. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, so for just sure. just know that in terms of systems, you might have to be the one that creates the system, even if it feels a little bit uncomfortable or like you're not necessarily a leader in yes. your district at that time. And it's
1: really it's really easy to feel alone in middle management. I like mm-hmm. to say middle management is the loneliest place on earth.
0: Yeah, because everybody thinks you have power and you like really You really literally are just
1: <laughs> a head that turns from one side to the other. That's all we do. But if you don't have an assistant principal, like you really don't have someone... In your day-to-day to to talk about some of the real things. That was the
0: hardest thing moving from middle to elementary was losing that admin Yeah.
1: And so the way to get out of loneliness is to find your, like, your people. Yeah. And you have to do it yourself.
0: You do. Sometimes you have to do it yourself. Not everybody is um, reaching out to do that for you. Yes.
1: Well, my last from the desk. So it doesn't necessarily fit in, but it's kind of an, an added point. So I liked this um, because the other thing is sometimes we start to reach out to people and then just kind of take their advice Mm -hmm. and not really make it us. And that's really easy to do on social media. Mm -hmm. Like grab an idea and go with it. And then all of a sudden realize, like, that didn't feel very authentic to me or that made more problems. Adam,
0: welcome about kind of like that cruise ship mentality of Mm -hmm. just like a bunch of different ideas. Yep.
1: And sometimes you'll do something that like... (laughs) We are the Cheesecake Factory. (laughs) Would you like a taco? Maybe some, maybe some Italian bread, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. grab Rangoon, whatever you want. The modern principle. (laughs) If you don't get that, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Um, But I was just going to say sometimes like even with social media, I'll take an idea and do it and it'll actually make it worse Mm -hmm. or like we'll go nowhere. And it's because I never really start stopped to filter it into like what would make sense for me and my building. And so our takeaway from this is like, be careful about your loss of identity when you're seeking out others. So we often fill ourselves so much with the ideas of others that we start start to lose sight of our own ideas and identity. This can be dangerous. You must stay true to who you are and the ideas you have. So Always clear that space for your own ideas rather than everyone else's.
0: That's a really good point, particularly the newer you are to the role. Yep. um, That's really, really important because it can be very easy to just say, oh, well, I'm new. Their ideas are probably better. Yep.
1: That's not necessarily true. Right. Take a minute, quiet the voices, and let your own voice come out.
0: All right. Thanks for joining us today. Man, we
1: dropped some knowledge bombs. Um, Thanks
0: for joining us. Be sure to follow. um, uh,
1: Follow what, Christy? Follow blah, 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 blah.
0: Follow us on Instagram at the Modern Principle and be sure to subscribe to our podcast to receive them as soon as they drop. We always appreciate you a rating.
1: Boop boop five only though. So please only five. Thank
0: <laughs> you. Okay. Bye.